Welcome to the Pursuit of Authenticity podcast. What's up, guys? I'm Courtney Bishop, your high-performance coach and host of the Pursuit of Authenticity podcast. In each episode, we share insights around the topics of movement, meditation, mindfulness, and nutrition to help you show up at your highest potential daily. I provide solo casts to share tools I use with clients, as well as host inspirational guests who have taken the time to pursue what makes them come alive. Welcome back for episode 35, and today we will be talking about how to bring more mindfulness into your world. And I'm actually going to break this into a three-part series to make it more applicable to you. So whether you are a new coach, an athlete who is maybe aspiring to become a coach, or simply just a human being, I want to give you practical takeaways to make this work for you. So make sure to tune in to the entire series. Here we are, the final episode of this three-part series, How to Bring More Mindfulness into Your World. In part one, we talked about how to do this as a new coach. In part two, we talked about how to do this as a driven athlete. And then today, we're just going to talk about how to do it simply as a human being, which we can all relate to. And if you aren't a new coach or you aren't an athlete, I still recommend you check out those first two parts to the series because I'm sure you can find ways to make the examples and the tools fit your specific lifestyle. Uh, So in those first two episodes, I shared definitions of mindfulness. So if you are here and you haven't listened to either of those episodes, again, I suggest that you go back and check those out so that you can hear the definition of mindfulness. But I have a feeling that if you are here, you might already have an understanding of mindfulness. So I'm going to just breeze over that in this episode and get straight into the tools and examples and application. And so these examples are things that I have used in my own uh, healing journey, my own athletic journey, and in my own coaching practice with my clients. I've used with POA athletes and with coaches in our signature offer, Unleash Your Potential. And so Again, I'll save you on the story of how mindfulness has really shifted my world. I kind of spoke into that quite a bit already in parts one and two of this series. So let's dive into how can you bring more mindfulness into your day simply as a human being? And I I will preface this with the fact that these are kind of the entry points into mindfulness, if you will, that kind of started me into what, how mindfulness has really expanded into my world today. So tool number one is to allow yourself to maintain balance within your work life, your relationships, and just any other, you know, container of where you spend your time and your energy. I notice that maintaining balance helps me to thrive as a human. And I think that when we become, when when we identify just with one specific thing, our world can become so small. 
But when we have a little bit broader of a foundation of where we are investing our time and our energy, life becomes a little bit fuller. And it helps us to see more more colorfully and show up a little bit more vibrantly for all the things. And if you're listening, you may identify as a former workaholic or maybe you used to be like I used to be. And ever since I've been able to invite more balance and just diversify where I invest my time and energy, it has really served me to yeah, just experience a fuller world. Tool number two is to maintain time for solitude. So first first one, we're maintaining balance across a broad spectrum of things. But now we really want to focus just on the self. So this could look like making time for prayer, for meditation, for reflection or visualization. You can do both of those via journaling. And I find that this is really a time for you to observe and witness non-judgmentally, as in if you were doing a meditation. And it can also help you to just see more clearly. So if you're doing something like visualization or reflection to kind of see where you have gone and then kind of have better direction on where you want to go from there. There's also something called attention restoration theory. And so this kind of relates to the second tool, but it also relates to the third, and I'll talk about that in a second. So attention restoration theory basically says that our brain is only capable of taking in so much stimulus, so much information, until it becomes kind of at like full capacity, if you will. And when we when our senses become so overwhelmed, it can be hard to digest and and problem solve and see what's coming at us uh, clearly. And so making time for solitude, for meditation, reflection, journaling, all of these things, at, at the end of the day, and in its essence, is really just providing us space to breathe and to reduce so much stimuli coming in and just observe and witness without having to react, respond, problem solve, etc. And then tool number three, it kind of piggybacks off the last one about creating space to just be. Uh, And that's just time for doing nothing. Um, In a capitalistic society, if you have experience working in corporate, if you have If you maybe have that athlete mentality like I used to, that you always have to be doing, be productive, you know, maybe you can resonate with always living in that fight or flight mode, having to uh, be taking action. And so time to do nothing. It's really a revolutionary act and it's a way to be more mindful by allowing yourself to rest and to digest by getting into a parasympathetic state and not be so reactive to everything that's happening around us. 
giving yourself space to let go, relieve stress levels, and and relax. Allow yourself to just be, to just do nothing. And if that sounds really uncomfortable to you, I, I totally get it because I remember feeling that way about doing nothing for a really long time. But I promise you that rest is productive and that it will make your um, productive actions, which is kind of weird to say because I do see rest as a form of action, but it will make your efforts in your work more productive when you do get back into the mode of doing. I think that's the best way that I can phrase that. Because um, again, doing nothing, I think it's still an action. You are doing something. But anyways, without going too much down that rabbit hole, I think you guys get the point. So our three main tools here are to just maintain balance to the best of your ability, um, not spreading yourself too thin, making sure that you do have some variability in your lifestyle and you're not just solely identifying yourself with this one thing. Um, and then also taking space and time for solitude, whatever that looks like for you. And then lastly, just time to do nothing. And you can do nothing with friends. You can do nothing, um, you know, however that fits for you. But just giving yourself an opportunity to just be without an agenda of accomplishing anything. And I would actually add on to that, that it doesn't have to literally be doing nothing. Um, say, for instance, you really like to draw or paint. It could be just painting for the joy of it without an agenda of, you know, I'm going to paint XYZ in order for said goal. So it's really just doing something for the sake of of being. I guess to wrap this up, play with these different tools or suggestions of how to bring more mindfulness into your day. See what shifts in your world. And I want to leave you with a few open-ended questions to continue to ponder. So uh, just as another opportunity to bring more mindfulness into your world, you can start to bring awareness as to where you feel your energy is in excess or lack. So that kind of corresponds with our first tool that I shared. Um, are you pouring all of your focus into a certain area of your life and completely neglecting another? Uh, that's okay, maybe for a temporary period of time, but again, you want to make sure that you Maybe zoom out a little bit and look at different seasons where you can kind of shift to make sure that what once was being neglected is now getting a little bit more love. And then you can also ask yourself where or when in your day or your weeks or your months do you feel energized? And then when or where do you feel drained? Just bring some mindfulness into that to see what changes can you make in your schedule and who you surround yourself with whatever that looks like for you how can you make some changes to make sure you're doing things that do give you energy and try and 
limit the things that really drain your energy if you can. So try these on, just like I've said in parts one and two. Uh, explore, find what works for you, be open, be willing to change your routines as you change. All of these tools are simply to help you become more resourceful and be able to continue to empower yourself in pursuit of your goals and on your journey. So I'd love, I'd love, love, love for you to join the community, the POA fam over on Instagram. If you're not already, that's at the pursuit of authenticity underscore and comment on this episode, episode 36. Uh, let me know, do you currently include any of these mindfulness practices into your day and or which of these do you plan to try on? Share with the community. I'd love for you to get involved in the conversation. And then remember that this is a three-part series. So if you did miss part one or two, go back and tune into those. See what you take away from each episode because I know you'll be able to make the examples that I shared fit into your world and just find more joy, find more freedom as you bring more mindfulness into your everyday. So thank you so much for tuning into the series and I will see you again next time. Thank you for tuning in to the Pursuit of Authenticity podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, you can support us by following along, leaving a review, sharing it out, or donating. There are a few more ways you can get involved in the POA community. Number one, hop on over to Instagram and join the conversation. Two, apply for coaching. We are currently accepting applications for our signature offer, Unleash Your Potential. Three, join our newsletter. This is a quick five-tip email that I send out on Mondays. I deem it Monday Minutes. And it's full of things I am reading, using, and loving to perform at my highest potential daily. So if that sounds like something you'd be interested in, be sure to sign up. You will receive a free guided meditation for joining. All the links for everything I just mentioned are included in the show notes. It has been a pleasure to have you here, and I thank you so much. I will see you again on the next episode.